We're here to talk The Walking Dead. Uh, we are uh, Aaron and Jim from The Watching Dead podcast. We are here to talk about um, season 10, episode one, Lines We Cross. Um, it's been a couple months since we've talked about The Walking Dead. We're still a year behind. Um, a lot of people have asked me. Uh, I guess they missed it on the podcast, but it is our intention to catch up with The Walking Dead and be all caught up by the time season 11 starts, hopefully later this year. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the first eight episodes of season 10 uh, all in a row. We're probably going to take a little bit of, of a break uh, and then do the next eight episodes at some point later in the year, take another break, uh, and then come back to do whatever these weirdo six bonus episodes that are starting this weekend, I think. Yeah, they're not part of season 10, but they're definitely part of season 10. They're really not making it easy for us to get through this. Yeah, it's like they keep on uh, moving moving goalposts. Yeah. <laughs> they keep on, uh, you know, we thought, ah, 60 episodes, all right. Uh, now there's six more. And then I think, what is next season supposed to be, like 24 episodes? Like an old school? Why not? 52 episodes, you can do it. I have faith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like two seasons. I don't know. So it sounds like some kind of contract negotiation where you got, and then watch, watch this next season be split into like four different parts, you know, like yeah, four, do, do like a, do like a deck of cards worth of an episode in a, or episodes in a year. You get in and four, <laughs> four wild guard episodes and maybe the instruction cards too. Why not? Walking dead eternal. Uh, it's just all every, every, every week of the year. Oh, it God. never goes off. Oh, like Disney. Um, with MCU? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the Star Wars stuff, it's just going to be round the clock. We're going to have the book of Daryl, the book of Carol, uh, <laughs> new zombie rangers with uh, little ass kicker, mm-hmm. uh, Obi-Wan. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm run out. Um, Obi-Wan Eugene. Uh, so, yeah, we're here to talk about uh, whatever you guys want to talk about. Um, you know, we're going to take the MP3 file of this and throw it out onto the Walking Dead feed as our feedback from week to week. We are also doing written uh, email feedback. We're going to hold off on that until uh, the middle point of uh, of this season. Uh, after our first eight episodes, you can send that into Watching Dead at BaldMove.com. But we're going to use the Stereo.com app for the next eight weeks to to take feedback every Wednesday night. Um. What do you want to talk about while we're waiting for feedback to queue up? I really wanted to play around with this stereo app. I wanted to see if my mouth would move if I was like clonking together some coconuts, Monty Python style. <laughs> if I could just make uh, weird things happen. But you're right. We should probably talk about The Walking Dead. Uh, I, I don't know, man. This was a crazy episode. It, it's, how much? So uh, we, we got a new baby. You know, we've had a, a, a baby slash toddler has been a, a staple fixture of The Walking Dead. Yeah, Coco. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't figured out how to do much more with them than make them cry and have zombies uh, hunting them. Even last year, we had a, a, a whisper baby that almost got offered up. Um, do you think they're going to do something interesting? You know, you actually have a semi-functioning society. Do you think they're going to actually do something interesting with these uh what this can baby you do with a baby like a ba- that's what babies do cry and that's true shit and eat and sleep that's it right yeah they're largely only interesting in so fact 
uh, or in so much as what they can tell us about the parents. And I guess that's the interesting yeah. situation. You've got this quadruple, um, you know, <laughs> with Eugene kind of annoying the piss out of Sadiq at least, and kind of annoying um, uh, Rosita, that's her name. Yeah. And then you've got, which is also interesting that he's annoying Sadiq because also Sadiq got this pressure from this new Dante guy. Mm-hmm. Which, what do we, well, how do we feel about Dante? Um, he sure do got a pretty mouth. <laughs> he sure does have a pretty mouth. Um, so we got that. And then the final one, Gabriel, who seemed like he was really detached. Um, yeah. There wasn't any like deep moments between her and him and Rosita. And he didn't seem like he was having much to do with the baby. What's his deal? Is he has gone full on sheepdog? Because I guess Michonne's out of town. Like Michonne's down visiting Oceanside, and so he's kind of left to be the guiding light of Alexandria for a while. Maybe if all the like real heavy hitters are doing military drilling on the beach, yeah, doing uh, phalanx training, maybe that he's he's had to take the guardian role. Um, could be. Could just be uh, yeah. not up to the task. I, I don't know. I mean, Gabriel. Yeah, what was last season for him? It was a bunch of like half moralizing, wasn't it? Um, well, yeah, it was he, him well. He was kind of pushing one direction toward like taking people in, and then Michonne was pushing the other direction, and yeah, and he was trying things. to navigate, you know, the, his relationship. Um, yeah, didn't he get kidnapped? It wasn't was yeah, it him and Eugene that got probably. kidnapped and, and locked in the woodshed? I don't know. Uh, Can't remember. We ha- we have uh, we have a piece of feedback if you want to uh, trigger it and we'll All consider right. it. Fire it up. Here we go. Roll the dice. This isn't exactly about the uh, Walking Dead. Oh hi, it's a FOMO. Um, yeah, this isn't exactly about the Walking Dead, but there's another Kirkman comic being adapted by Amazon, uh, Invincible. Uh-oh. Uh, I was wondering if you guys have ever heard of it, if you guys are thinking about checking it out. It's an animated series, and uh, Stephen Yun is going to voice the uh, main character, Mark Grayson, kind of a superhero, uh, but ironic take, more ironic, realistic, where it's uh, pretty gruesome and violent deconstruction, all that stuff. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm looking this up, but I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I, I, I have heard of it, but that is literally it. Um, I'm not, like, I haven't been, because didn't, Kirkman had another project that got adapted to some kind of HBO thing, didn't he? Uh, yeah, it was the, it was the horror thing. Um, it's always the horror thing. Crap. I don't, yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but I, we watched a few episodes, and I thought it was pretty good. I just didn't stick with it. Yeah, me either. Um, had some pretty decent atmosphere. Invincible Comics, so... Yeah, it's. I mean, I like uh, it looks like it. Is it is it kind of like comedy? Because I'm looking at the Wikipedia um, entry on this, and it looks like kind of the Blue Beetle versus Beast Boys cross with Robin. Um, is the uh, the 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 feel I'm getting here? Beast hmm. Boy. Yeah, that's like a Teen Titans kind of thing. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I've got uh, it's. Uh, I might check it out, but uh, I have, I've got no, no history with it. Yeah, same here. 
my brain's grinding trying to shift from uh, The Walking Dead to Invincible to the Invincible Gear. <laughs> I'm curious about what people think about. Um, that's the things like uh, my Eugene Nukebaum theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. guess I don't know what I'm asking for people because, like, if you've seen the series, you can probably just confirm it's true or not true. But I guess if you're one of those uh, have haven't you're like us and you're coming, I know a lot of people are. I, I got a lot of that feedback from Twitter today that people were kind of waiting to watch season ten until we started covering it. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah, where was I going with that? Oh, that, like yeah, if you're if you're one of the ones that have like fresh eyes on this, I would I would I would love to know what you think of the Eugene Nuke theory. Um, I think we, we have right here. Let's see. We got it. We, we got one on the line. Reel it in. There are funny moments, but it is uh, deathly serious. It's uh, not. Oh, yeah, I said it's deathly serious. It's not uh, super funny all the time. More funny than The Walking Dead as a comic. <laughs> but it's no it's certainly no uh, Why the Last Man or something like that. Mm. There you go. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm just judging by the Wikipedia uh, art <laughs> and it looks uh, colorful and whimsical. But um, I'm excited about your theory. I don't I'll be disappointed, actually, if we don't get a nuke by the end of this season. I mean, it's super fun. I mean, that's the thing. It's like pulpy. It's fun. Um, It gives Eugene another. I mean, it's it's like Eugene could threaten to turn into a little bit of a Wesley Crusher here. We already, uh, (laughs) you know, like he is single handedly stitched back uh, the communities together with his ham radio operation. Mm-hmm. He has built a flour mill. He is reloading guns and ammunition. Although, man, it just doesn't seem like people get it doesn't seem like thing, people get shot anymore. Like everything is very very melee oriented. It seems. Yeah, uh, like the shooting really comes out when the the other survivors, for lack of a better term, uh, show up. That's when you guys mm. start shooting. But yeah, they, mm. they were trying to last season make a point of like, oh, they're running out of ammo. Right. I don't know. I guess the war with Negan took a little bit. Yeah, we talked about like, you know, like, yeah, it's probably not hard to come up with black powder, uh, but where would you get lead? You know, sure. you, you keep your shells, but like, I guess if you're outside and you're blasting zombies and the shells are falling on the ground, you can't pick those up. And those are all, broadly speaking, non you know, non-renewable resources in the, in the zombie apocalypse, but yeah, I guess they're running out. All right, let's check out the next uh, voicemail. Let's do it. Um, so this isn't about the Eugene theory, but it is related to The Walking Dead. So obviously with so The Walking Dead, half of, I think it's season six now that's just come out. And obviously there are links between The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead. But do you think that they will ever properly, like come together because at the minute there's like little links but they haven't been like properly joined you think they ever will it's it's morgan right is he still on there i thought that like was a like a single season experience i have like Uh, really fallen off like the fact that yeah fear the walking dead when she said it was season six i'm like holy hell (laughs) Uh, because the last time i was paying attention to season three i think that it seems like what you do is when so like season 11 is the last of the the walking dead um you take all the cast you somehow engineer 
a satisfying finale for this series and take all the cast that's willing and you somehow meet them up with Fear the Walking Dead. And then you keep going with that because that gives a fresh injection of uh, give a shit over the Fear the Walking Dead. And it takes some of these, like, you know, there's a lot of people that have just joined in the last few years. I'm thinking like Sadiq, right? Um, all of the, the, you know, Professor, Professor Luke, uh, the Boston Robs, the Yokimos, Yo- Yokimo, Yokimo, Yomika, Yomika. Uh, you got your Connies and your Kellys, uh, your Magmas. All those people uh, <laughs> really haven't got a chance to shine. They're only getting like a season or two to stretch their stuff. So that's how I would do it. You just structure. I don't know what's going on. Fear the Walking Dead. Are they still on the West Coast? Um, have they like you know did did uh, Morgan start walking west and they start walking east and they met in the middle over the Rockies someplace like uh, I'd have to know more about Fear the Walking Dead but I feel like that's that's what you should do you should take these uh, Johnny Come Lately survivors on on uh, Walking Dead Prime and you roll them in the ones that are willing you roll them in to Fear the Walking Dead yeah uh, you could do it with a movie. Uh... We've talked about like, well, what are they going to do with Rick? Is he going to come back? Are there going to be movies? One of those movies could be connecting the dots. That's the thing. Like I can squint and actually see something big enough that brings me back into fear the walking dead. You know, it's like if they have this, like, (laughs) you know, the walking dead Rick Grimes and it's just like awesome, you know, kind of like, uh, I was a big X-Files fan and I really liked, the X-Files fight the future. That felt like a big event that was going to change things forever. Of course, it never it didn't. Um, but, you know, if they, if they have something like that where they use this massive, like, almost uh, Avenger-style crossover to bring all these things together and, like, open up the world, because we don't know a lot about what's going on with, uh, you know, uh, trash, trash girls, AB people. We don't know what's going on with Maggie and Georgie. Is yeah. there a way that you could, cause, and those are also, we talked about this in the last podcast. Those are all kind of like bigger parts of the world that we have very little visibility into. So maybe yeah, we'll probably could, know a lot more at the end of this season, I imagine. Right. Um, cause I, I can't remember when it was that they knew that Lauren Cohn was coming back, but I thought it was before they got through this season, which means maybe they've yeah. had some time to sort of plan their reintegration of her into the story. Yeah, and this, the new regime of The Walking Dead does kind of sweat those details. I don't know what's going on in Fear the Walking Dead and, and Gimple Land. But yeah, I can see, like, I mean, obviously a, a Rick Grimes movie will shed some light on the trash people A-B divide. Uh, so then, you know, and, and it, it probably won't feel satisfying unless, you know, he gets to reunite with at least some of the people from Alexandria. So bam, you're already bringing, bringing most of them. You just got to get the Fear the Walking Dead folks in there, and then, then you got a unified... Uh, I don't know what they call it. And also, did anybody watch the new spinoff? Oh, World Beyond? World Beyond Walking Dead? Like, I... Yeah, that blew into, like, because we we have uh, Shudder, AMC Shudder as a sponsor, and that was, like, the highlight thing. Uh, And then the next copy we got, it was gone. Like, we're still talking about... uh, you know, um, Nicotero's horror show. And we're still talking about, uh, streaming the walking dead, but like the world of walking dead, I, I don't know how that, I don't know how that was received. I know that early reviews were not great, but you know, I also don't know if any walking dead franchise would get a fair shot by your average critic at this point. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think when Rick comes back, he's going to be some kind of Jesus figure to Judith, though, because she's talking about how he sacrificed himself uh, for the good of all mankind. And if he's coming back from the dead, uh, well, you can't have him actually come back, right? So he's got to come back and then go away again, because I doubt Andrew Lincoln's going to be on this show officially Mm. uh, Mm. yet again. So if he does come back, he's going to sacrifice what himself a second time for the good of the people. Boy, the legend. Continues. Well, Michonne, so, so I've heard that they are going to do a Daryl Carroll spinoff. Have you heard that? No, um, but they're talking like it at the, in this episode. Yeah. So this was announced back in September that after, uh, after the season 11 of the walking dead, uh, that Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride are going to continue the roles as Daryl and Carol uh, in a new spinoff, also helmed by showrunner Angela Kang. Is, um, is it just going to be called Ride? <laughs> Melissa I mean, that's McBride. What they're doing. Oh God! Uh, no, I. I but but what, what I what I was getting at is this show's wrapping up. Carol and Daryl are going to jettison out of an escape pod. It makes sense to like, you just give Rick a happy ending. He just retires in Alexandria um, with Michonne and baby Judith and RJ. Okay. Uh, RJ gets to meet Jesus, you know, his father, Jesus Christ, as you said. Uh-huh. And is that just, that just closes the books on the Alexandria chapter. We like leave them in a good place. They've defeated the whispers. They've got their constitution. Maybe they've added another community or two. Maybe they've, like redeemed a lot of the whispers that maybe would welcome leadership. That's not alpha, you know, maybe they settle the Valley of death or whatever, get an encampment going there and you just leave. Yeah. Like the Rick, the Rick movie just puts a nice little bow on that. And, and the Grimes family uh, with Rick and Michonne get, get a, get a nice happy ending. And then you keep, you know, Darren Carroll, obviously they're, you know, they're, they're restless spirits and they're going to have to wander off. But yeah, I think that I can see that. That's a good way to end things. Cap it off with a Rick movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All we right, got, uh, yeah. got more messages. Yeah. So like I got, when I got to season three of The Walking Dead, I nearly gave up watching it. But then I kept on. I'm actually really glad that I kept on watching it because the new half of season six that they've brought out has actually been amazing. And it's starting to link up with The Walking Dead a lot more. Like there's, I can spot loads of kind of links. So it is worth watching. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I hear that about Fear the Walking Dead. The like, every other season they kind of course correct and get back on track and then you know somehow lose their way again somewhere along the way yeah i heard that everyone is really excited about fear the walking dead for a season or season and a half and then like gimple took over and it kind of went into shitter and then i like i said uh i kind of wrote it off once i heard gimple switched over there and everyone said yeah. that the, that season was kind of silly um but that's exactly what they need to do like uh the AMC probably needs to consolidate all their zombie projects and bring the ones that need to be brought to a close to a close, launch whatever movie franchise they want to launch. Cause that's another thing. Like I, I thought that the, I read somewhere that the Rick Grimes is supposed to be like a, a trilogy. So you give a happy ending, but you also like, yeah, every two years I would go back to Alexandria and kind of see what the hell's going on, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, bring on the, the, this what's working kind of like, you know, we, we, 
we just did our big Star Trek marathon and they kept on finding a way to bring Worf back, you know, yeah. even though he was on Deep Space Nine and doing all this other stuff. It's like, ah, oh, he's fine to defiant. Ah, oh, he's here for Riker's wedding. Ah, oh, he's getting his toenails done because he really likes the spa they got at the Enterprise. They, they, they kept on inventing him. And I think for The Walking Dead, it'd be real easy for like, ah, oh, Daryl and Carol's fish, you know, shrimp boat is in. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see, and and oh, they brought tales of a ghost pirate ship that needs to be, yeah. Like I, I could see them going on to that, but I just don't. At, at some point, uh, I, I don't know, maybe they equilibrium now, but at some point, I feel like the the public's appetite for zombies continues to cool off, and sure. they've got to consolidate. You know, it's like a, a campfire when it starts to when it starts to burn out. Got to rake all those coals together. You spread them apart, they get cold, but you got to rake mm-hmm. them together, get them. Get them white hot well, keep that who's, he's going who's that director that does the movies where he films like kids when they're kids and then 20 years later he comes back oh richard Linklater. ladder yeah. yeah do like that have <laughs> just leave you know do, do whatever show you want leave alexandria and then every two years release a movie for the next like 30 years just showing us what's going on yeah. in alexandria yeah I mean, fuck, even even Robert Kirkman got tired of Alexandria. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, yeah, I just want to see the rebuilding of, of civilization. Like and I, I want to see it over that yeah. time dilated sort of sort of pattern. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like um I'm trying to think of a, a show that has done that where they have a flash. I mean, that's kind of Hmm. I don't know. There's some speculation that the expanse might try something like that, but uh, something that is like, yeah, a, a, a day in the life kind of almost like Assassin's Creed, you know, like I, I haven't played Assassin's Creed since like the first three, but that was like, you always had like the modern day stuff where they're in the mind simulators. And, but in Assassins, like you kept on jumping forward a hundred, 200 years, completely different characters, different countries, still the assassin organization. You still had the modern day stuff to kind of bring it to a bow, but, yeah, I could get down with that. Like, what's Alexander look like? Thirty years, sixty years, you know, ninety. Yeah, years. I just want a what's series of those, look like, like. Show me yeah. periodically what Alexandria is up to and how they're reforming things. Yeah, I could get down with that. Um, next up, next one. Are you guys gonna review the any of the season nine episodes or no? Wait, is that a joke? We, yeah, we I don't it, know. Man. Like if. <laughs> Yeah, they are, uh, if you go to baldmove.com slash tag slash watching dash dead, um, they, yeah, or just search for, you know, bald move walking dead. Uh, yeah, we got all of season nine in the can uh, with, uh, with, with review. We even did a skit, did a classic uh, bald move walking dead skit for King Ezekiel's uh, Renaissance Fair he threw at the yeah, end of that season. Sometimes it's just hard to get that information out to everybody, like especially when we're off for a couple of years or whatever and then come back. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole so. pandemic and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's what we did uh, during last summer when there was absolutely nothing coming out on television. We decided, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do the walking dead. It'll be fun. And we fell back in love with the show. That's the crazy thing. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's spin the roulette wheel once again. Hey guys, it's Michelle. So as we know, season 11 is going to be the final season of the entire series. And I know you just started season 10, but I will say that right now, I can't really envision 
any kind of um, scenario, for lack of a better word, um, or any kind of a way that they're going to end this series that makes any sort of sense. Right now, it seems like we're still kind of in the thick of it. You know, we're dealing with the whispers and with Ezekiel being sick and just sort of some other things. So I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that. How do you envision them ending this show? If you think about where we are right now. I mean, the literal answer is they're not going to end it. It's the, the is, this is a, a rocket that is going to hurl Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride into an even higher orbit. Uh, so, cause that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like it's going to feel like an ending. I feel like it's going to leave places like there's going to be the end of the whisperer war. And I don't know if that stretches on to season 11. I kind of would be surprised, especially if my nuke theory is true. That seems like a definitive thing, <laughs> but I feel like there will be, you know, one last thing. Of course, there's, and I, there's like 20 more episodes after this. It's a long season. Um, but I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't think it's going to feel like an ending. I think it's going to feel like a good place to leave a couple of your characters, favorite characters. You're going to know that other, your favorite characters are going to go on and continue a, a show. And you know that another couple set of your favorite characters are going to do a few movies together. But like, I, I think it's just going to be, yeah, like you're just like you're Daryl and Carol and you're packing up and you're going to put Alexander in your rear view mirror, but it's never going to, it's not going to feel like it's ending. It's not goodbye. It's just see you later. Yeah. And like, you know, one of my favorite series of all time because the author died, uh, Patrick O'Brien, that's exactly how his series left. It's just huh. in the middle of a voyage, Jack and Steven go out one more time and they just never come back. You know, oh, uh, they're just, they're, they're still out there sailing, sailing the seven seas to this day, as far as I know. Um, so that, and that sometimes can feel good, you know, rather than things have a mm-hmm. definitive end, rather than Walt dying, rather than Tony fading to black, rather than, you know, uh, I guess Mad Men felt like that a little bit, right? A little bit. But yeah. that didn't end. Don Draper just gets a coy smile on his face when he thinks about <laughs> Coke. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and the drink, not the not the the pile of white stuff. So, I mean, what do you think? It's so I know this wasn't planned uh, from the get go, and it's kind of it's something they've had to adjust to over the last couple of years. But I think whatever they're going to do for the end of this series needs to have at this point something to do with the reason Maggie has left and what she's been doing out there. Um, yeah. That's that a good feels call. like the final <laughs> pin to knock over in, in this in this terrible bowling analogy that I'm half constructing. Uh, whatever it's going to be, <laughs> I, I think it's got to involve her and Georgie and what she's been doing the whole time she's been gone. That uh, a satisfying end to that. Heath staggers in with the PPP card. At the end. <laughs> oh, uh, no, no, but I, I, like it would be interesting if like Georgie represents some kind of wow. United Federation of Planets type deal, and uh-huh. like Alexand- the Alexandria Confederation is being considered for that, and they're just sure hey, we're going to give them the binder, and then we're going to check back on you in, in ten years to see what what uh, what happens next, right? Uh huh. Um, I can see that being, I can see that being cool, but you're, 
that's that's the best call. Like I do need to know what the hell is going on with Georgie and what Maggie's doing, and that should converge into some, you know, much larger world. Like that's that'd be a great place yeah. to leave The Walking Dead too. The idea that like maybe all of North America has loosely united into some kind of like alliance of settler bands because that's something they're clearly playing with in season two. Like three separate characters pondered. Is there more than this? Are there other people like this? Is this all like gesturing vaguely to all 10 seasons of the walking dead? Is this, uh-huh. is this all there is? So yeah. Th- and that would be the logical thing that would, would take it to the next level. It's a good question. All right. See if the next one is too. I think this is one the, more thing the I did want to um, actually add about fear the walking dead is that um, when, as you said earlier, Morgan obviously comes into it, for me that's when it really starts to pick up and really become like an enjoyable show to watch and something that really actually did kind of fit with The Walking Dead and it, like to me did, did make sense alongside it. And obviously I won't give a name because I don't want to give any spoilers to anyone who wants to watch it and hasn't, but um, another character from The Walking Dead comes into it and he was actually quite a key character in The Walking Dead um, and when he came into it again and then having him and Morgan really did um, make that show so much better in my opinion why do I not Heath. know who that is Heath. 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 she said a key character man <laughs> yeah he had the key card oh god Heath is, oh, the, key, god. Heath is the key man to The Walking Dead um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I didn't hear who is everyone has left the cast and and left it without dying is the key. It's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I could think of like yeah. Shane, he's dead. Morgan is alive. Uh, Rick is not, you know, he's not going to come back until the movie. Who all left that didn't die? Like most of the people that leave the show die. Was it Daryl when Daryl went off into the woods for a while? Did they? I mean, I guess I could I see know. him doubling up duty on that, but yeah, I don't know. I have to do some research, but uh, Liv, Livy here is on the Walking Dead promotion. Well, Fear the Walking Dead pr- promotion team, I think. Yeah. Uh, she might be their Stereo.com liaison. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm, I'm actually very curious to see what other, what other key Walking Dead person they could have brought on there. Yeah, you're right. Daryl would make sense because he definitely had the absence. But you'd think he would say something. You would we he had heard something we'd heard some of him say like, Oh yeah, I swung by blah 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 and you'll never guess who I found there. Right. Uh Carol? Is is Carol taking a shrimp boat down the coast and having run ins with the fear because you know, when I stopped watching Fear the Walking Dead, they were like a flotilla. So Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, we do we want to yeah. fire up one more here? Let's do this one, one, one more, then, then, then we're getting out of here, yeah. Okay, cool. Glad you guys got back into The Walking Dead. I, I really liked your guys' instant takes back uh, season five, six. Um, did, did either of you or both of you um, finish the comic or the graphic novel? And if, uh, if you did, what would you think of the way it ended? Unfortunately, I did not. And that was a conscious decision because I found that like I was continually being disappointed in the show and what, you know, how it decided to do the comic books. When we finished the show, I actually might go back and read that because it's quick. Like I read the first hundred issues in The Walking Dead in like the space of a week. You know, you can just like 
bang through those things. But no, I, I haven't, I haven't paid much attention to it. I know that like Kirkman uh, originally stated that, you know, Hey, when you understand the whole thing, it's all going to be about Carl and it's going to be this big Prince Valiant story. And like, we were only not even halfway done at 100 or whatever. And I think he was like, LOL, just kidding. And bailed on that, you know, for the ending. So yeah, I finished his. Yeah, I might, like I said, when all is said and done at season 11, I might, uh, for like a wrap-up pod, I might just go ahead and grab whatever the biggest compendium I can get and just blitz through it and then talk about that because, yeah, you know, I, I, I bailed. Yeah, I bailed right at the Whisperer's arc. And uh, from what I can tell, it's, it's, it's going... Uh, are you making barrels over there? That's uh, What are you doing on the, no, uh, on the stereo the app? What? Oh, it's a cat? Uh, I see. Um, and as far as I can tell, it looked like they were kind of like, that is very similar to how the comic book arc was going. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how many storylines were past the whispers, but, uh, yeah, that might be something cool to do, but I appreciate everybody stopping by to give us feedback on the season. We're going to take this MP3. If you missed the, you know, if you got here late, we're going to take this, the audio file and throw it in the walking dead feed later this week and then every wednesday at 9 p.m from here until we're finished with uh, season 10a of the walking dead we're going to be doing this uh, call-in show at nine o'clock on wednesday same walking dead time same walking dead channel at stereo.com slash bald move thanks everybody for participating thanks in particular michelle for moderating and everybody that's brave enough to, to, to call us up and uh, let us hear your voice uh hope to see you again next week and until then i'm aaron i'm jim Bye, everybody.